Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Uh, apologies in advance if you can hear a lot of background noise because that's just the RPM we're doing. And uh, in the Triadog, they installed some kind of a shed on the bridge wings under the uh, controllers, the bridge wing controllers for the engine thrusters and all that. And that shed just keeps rattling like it's a baby rattle or whatever that rattles yeah it's not stopped all night uh, it's been like this for a while they have had a look it looks like one of the uh, it's just the one of the weldings has cracked and it's just you know ramming away and then they did some repair work on it but uh, yeah it's, i don't know if you can hear it it's it's quite loud anyway and while I speak to you, most of my stuff is on the floor right now because we had some really uh, awful weather last night. And uh, it was all because of some bad decisions that were made, a series of bad decisions that were made. Uh, first was the crew change that was planned in Tima, which they had like they had a month to prepare for this, the guys in the office. Everything was said, we had the name, we had the flights, we had every documentation in place, everything was ready. And in the last minute they cancelled it and said uh, the guy can't turn up because of some reason. So then they had time in the next port, Point Noir, to arrange for a, for the same guy. And then now he had some documentation problem. So a month went by and nothing happened. And the crew, uh, guys on the crewing, just very casually said, just sign the guy off who's already on your ship you know who's due for a sign off because he's already crossed nine months sign him off you guys sail without one guy i think i mentioned that in my last episode pick a guy up in cape town now that's easy now that's just one email and then uh, you can forget about it because this person has clearly not been to see this person shall remain unnamed but i think i have met this person in the office but uh, yeah, she just said, pick a guy up in the, uh, in the, you know, Cape Town Anchorage and it'll be fine. And then you guys can carry on because again, they didn't want to send a guy to Malaysia, remember, because if they had a new crew chain in Malaysia and we were off to China, everybody would get a PCR test. And then if someone's positive, then um, the whole ship gets quarantined and then money is lost and whatever. So that's the same reason why I can't leave in, uh, in Malaysia. The only problem with this plan was that we had some crazy swells in uh, Cape Town, which is very, very common at this time of the year. Or basically, it's all the, all the time. If uh, I don't know if uh, you guys have been to Cape Town or if your ship has been to Cape Town, if you know there's a slight, it's quite exposed to the elements basically, and there's no shelter, nothing. So it's really, you know, it picks up the wind, picks up in no time. The, uh, the table mountains, the clouds just come down, and the weather changes quite quickly, and then you just have to stop operations and just stay there. I believe there have been instances of people staying for like seven days in Cape Town and just uh, barely finishing cargo operations. It's a fantastic place to be, but yeah. So anyway, we get there and then obviously to pick a guy up, we have to slow right down and then uh, the boat has to come alongside and then the guy has to climb a ladder. His luggage has to be hauled up by a rope. I have no idea how they managed that because I was in the engine room and things were just like all over the place. We had all kinds of alarms, low sump alarms, the boiler almost stripped on low, low level, uh, you know, the nitrogen bottles which were secured on a stand fell over and they were just rolling around in the engine room. There were 
uh, exhaust valve studs which were lying uh, somewhere and they broke free from their lashing and just started rolling around again the engine room trolley started rolling around it was it was chaos we were like run chasing things to and stopping them from rolling away so and i don't know why i don't know why this was done this was such an avoidable situation anyway so we leave cape town and straight away captain wants uh, more speed because guys on deck they want to be uh, extra careful they want to keep miles in their pockets they want to keep hours in their pockets so they they're not late so they want to speed up before and slow down later the only trouble with that is you end up burning more fuel because for every rpm above you know on the higher end for every increase in an rpm you your fuel consumption increases exponentially but your speed your vessel speed it's it's the increases not that much so we went to 60 rpm and the weather outside was god awful and we were just taking the swell head on and we had something called propeller racing i believe which is when your propeller suddenly comes out of the water the rpm goes unstable it increases and it decreases and whatever so i think 60 rpm was a bad choice but his justification was we're just going to go around the cape then the swell's going to be on our side then it's just going to be rolling the propeller's going to stay in the water so it's going to be like this for a couple hours just deal with it and we're like okay bad decision number 2 in my opinion bad decision number 3 we sat there in the engine room and then uh chief wanted to run the steam turbine and i advised against it because the rpm was shuffling all over the place and the fuel index needle went from 70 to 20 and then 40 and then it was jumping all over the place every now and then so i was i was i was a bit worried because if the load changes that quickly and it stays low for quite for like a couple of seconds the steam turbine's going to trip and that's a lot of kilowatts which are suddenly going to get transferred to our number 3 generator and if you have been following the story it's not our most reliable generator yet but chief being a company man wanted to run it anyway so we sat there in horror just watching the needle move up and down up and down and then chief casually just says well hope to see you in the morning and not late at night when everything is stripped and i'm like okay yeah that's that's one way to live on the edge great so the next few hours were tricky i was planning to take a shower but i was too nervous i was like something's going to trip any second now so i just sat there did get a few alarms uh, same boiler alarm you get uh, boiler low level and boiler normal uh, oil quantity high if your uh, water level goes below your sensor in the inspection tank it gives it gives that alarm so and after a couple hours let's say by midnight i think or past midnight i think the weather changed and i could feel it now we started rolling instead of pitching the rpm became stable but uh, the roll increased and then more stuff fell off the ground i came back 9 o'clock everything was on the floor and mind you we in in cape town we were at stop we were stop with the thrusters only the roll in the engine room touched 15 degrees so i can only imagine what it was like uh, up there on the bridge it was madness and don't know how these guys did it and i don't know how, what the boat must have gone through tiny boat i mean they gave they gave leeway to the they you know they were on the lee side of the ship but uh, i don't know i don't know how they managed but uh, this on signer better be worth it i mean he better like uh, change the ship completely anywho so that was uh, bad decision number 3 in my opinion 
we could have waited till today morning and today it's the rolling slow down a bit the sun's out the weather's calmed down we're still coasting uh, the south african coast could have very easily started the steam turbine now but here's the thing i think the chief is also under pressure from the office that they they sent a bunch of emails saying why are you guys not running the steam turbine why are you guys not running the smaller generator and uh, yeah it's it's just that it's not been tested effectively and the spares for the steam turbine were received in uh, point one and we just uh, changed everything and now it's okay now it's all on uh, running on auto but yeah the office starts chasing the top guys feel pressure they have to take drastic actions could have really it could have been bad had the scg tripped had the load shifted to number 3 had number 3 not been able to take it number 3 would have had a preferential trip had it gone even worse it would have tripped the uh, everything had the other generators not kicked in blackout and we are in that kind of weather where we're getting pushed towards the shore and mind you this is the notorious area i mean since uh, the time of sailing ships the number of accidents that have happened on this region the, around the cape it's crazy and we would have been one more casualty i know there are a lot of ifs but it has happened it has happened it has uh, happened quite often anyway so that's the end of uh, what is it week 10 now i think i'll have to check again uh it's been crazy my saturday ended up being a full day basically we got called at 5 o'clock to uh, you know get to the engine room finish work by 9 crazy and then the night wasn't easy either because got a bunch of alarms uh yeah and then this rattling <laughs> i'm sure you can hear it this rattling just kept me up all night i was just drifting in and out between sleep now that i got much sleep anyway there was alarms at 11 uh 2 o'clock i think and uh 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock 2 o'clock in the morning i had a low uh, loop well pressure on the steam turbine and i tried to change over the the valves and the change of a mechanism on the ship was jammed I tried everything. I tried hammering it. I tried everything. It just didn't budge. Luckily, I found that the thermostatic valve on the cooler was not fully set to auto, and when I changed it to auto, it picked up the pressure a little bit, but it also started uh, getting a bit warmer. The temperature came up from forty-eight, forty-seven, forty-eight to about fifty-two, but uh, it stayed. and uh, looks like it stayed now as well because i haven't received a call till now so i think it's okay anyway so yeah as predicted we have left uh, cape town oh yes we were delayed we were supposed to be there by friday but uh, apparently and the reason for the swell was there was the, like there was a great depression around uh, south africa heading east So had we maintained our speed we would have been smack middle of this uh, thing and we had to slow right down and let this uh, weather system pass. It has happened in the past. I think this one time we had to go full speed because we were getting chased by a storm in the Taiwan Straits. This was many years ago. I remember that time because the engine wasn't behaving. We were getting uh, low suction pressure on the HPS pumps and it was a sensor that was faulty not the pump itself. So in a frantic haze we ran and we replaced some sensors and we barely got moving and we uh, chased the storm away I guess but yeah this time we had to slow down let the weather system pass and then finally uh, get on our way so now as of now it's inland towards east i think it's heading up the south african eastern coast 
and uh, we're okay i think we're behind it and by the time we get there i think it'll uh, die down still have a bit of swell i can still see it but uh, yeah that's, this is common in this area anyway so now it's uh, 60 rpm i think about 16 and a half knots heading straight towards uh, malaysia ets the 5th of september thankfully on a monday i'm tired of getting these things on a weekend so we got about got about two weeks of sailing left not a lot of planned jobs left, uh, but uh, this chief is a bit of a stickler for running things perfectly. So we are going to employ our guys uh, to you know, bring up the standard of the engine room. And uh, yeah, hopefully get some painting done. We still have some areas left which uh, need to be painted. And with that, I think it's going to be the entire engine room painted, barring the bulkheads and the uh, the tank top. I think all the floors have been painted pretty much. Yeah, so that's about it. Anyway, I'm trying to keep this episode short because I don't know if you've heard this before, but we are going to be in an area where the uh, internet is going to be really slow right around uh, Madagascar, that area. A couple of days past Madagascar, it's just going to be zilch. Unless we do a great circle course and we cut over this area, then um, it's different. I guess I guess I'll find out. So I don't know how the internet is right now. I'm going to keep it short. Anyway. So thank you for listening. Do give us a like, comment, share. Do give us a rating on any of uh, on, the pl- on the podcast platform of your choice. Really helps us out. Spread our message. Keeps me encouraged. Keeps me motivated to keep doing this. Keep bringing you stories from the sea to you guys. I hope you find it uh, fascinating. And if there's anything you want to know, anything in particular, do let me know. I'm here for another couple of weeks as it stands. Uh, 25th of September is when I leave tentatively. Uh, these things do tend to change a couple of days here and there. But hit me up. I will be more than happy to answer your questions. And uh, adios. See you next. See you on the next one.